0: Down in Wales, Cardiff, Ice Arena, absolutely crazy. That was freezing. I was sitting there in the crowd, it was freezing. Yeah, it, yeah. it was the first time they've done it in the Ice Arena. So, well, it's the first time they've done it there, it's a bit of a kink, but it's, you see yeah. it by the atmosphere, it's a bigger venue. It was a great, great event, a really good yeah. event. Well, Cage Warriors, 108th of December, they've opened the full ice hockey rink now. So, I think it was capped at like 2,700. And yeah. I think now it's 3,300. Wow. When is that coming up? Eighth uh, of December. Right. Who's on that one? Uh, none of us, because it's Phil Stagdee. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Talk oh. about that. It's, uh, I did. I got offered the Grand Prix Middleweight Tournament Final as well. Did you? It's Christian Duncan. Oh. But like I said wow. Phil's fighting this weekend on Cage Warriors Colchester ninety nine. Yep. So he's fighting on that. Means I don't really have no for about four weeks I don't really have any training partners and right. I wouldn't have a corner and yeah you don't that's, it's going to send nah. you all off you don't need that I see every, everything happens for a reason so yeah. I'm not really I've gutted that I can't fight on well, probably K-Droid's biggest card but yeah. opportunities will come up. yeah of course he will of course he will so well first off congratulations
1: to Phil right, on his on his stag do so uh, having yeah. been a recently married man myself I know how much fun <laughs> a stag do is um, where are you going for that? Do you know? Um, at a weekend, Butlins, really? I weekends of Butlins.
0: Really? be for weekends. Yes. <laughs> so. I'm, and I've no doubt it'll be some sort of fancy dress knowing Phil. Yeah. 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 I think he wants to try and sort out his own fancy
1: dress. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> nah. I hope that's it happens. That's not how these things work, Mr. Wells. Um, cool. So possibly by the time we air this, you, that would have, that would have already happened. So I look yeah. forward to seeing the aftermath on Facebook and see what happens on that yeah. weekend. Uh, so back to fighting. So I want to, I want people to understand a bit about you. So
0: how did you get started in MMA? How does that happen? Um, it's actually a weird story. Like I, I grew up playing football. So when I grew up playing football, I used to play Saturdays, Sundays, at a like decent level. And um, I just used to play keeper. Ended up playing for Swindon schools and just working. Then when I hit about 16, 17, playing it three, four times, a week plus training and then playing for school on top of it. It just, I just got fed up with it. Too much. Yeah, I just lost love for it. Just didn't want to do it anymore. And then when, only when well, I was about twenty, twenty-one, one of my mates, Alex Brennan, um, oh, well, yeah, yeah so. one of the uh, pros at the gym, he he was fighting, and like I've known I've known him through school, like when he first got into fighting as well, everything. So we just got together, like, I said, oh, I don't mind doing it, and one of my first UFC events I ever watched was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Alistair Overeem. Amazing. <laughs> it was like New, <laughs> new Year's uh, Day or New Year's Eve it was yes. on. And, um, they always do that 31st yeah. of January, December. So I, ju- I just watched that, and I was just like, yeah, why not? Like, And then I just started putting on a bit of weight, all things like that, I was just like... I just want to lose a bit of weight yeah. so like, I said to Alex about it I said look I've like, been watched by this time it was probably about March time so I've been watched like a few events after this as well so I thought oh, I want to get into this and like, when I want to get into it I want to but mainly I just want to lose a bit of weight gain a bit of confidence that's the only reason I started yeah. I said I'll come down and then he said come down on a Thursday it's wrestling he said you'll like it and um, we had who uh, was taking the wrestling classes back then and uh, walked into the gym. Like the mats were all ripped. It was cold. It was no. absolutely free. It was an old school gym. That's the only way I could describe it. So we've gone nowhere in- right now. Yeah, but it's, it's completely redone. Right, okay. like from pictures back then, you would not have a clue. It's really? the same gym. Yeah. So um, we've done that. And I was absolutely sweating all session. Just didn't have a clue what I was doing. But as it, surprisingly, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So then they said, "Oh, uh, we got striking on Tuesdays as well. We do bits and kickboxing every night. We do this, we do that." And then I think it was Fridays fitness. So I just started going along once or twice a week. Started going to the gym again. Then I said, so, "No, nah, I'm liking this." So carried on getting in like more and more. Started watching a few more watching events. events like started getting more friendly with. So like alex was the only one i knew there and then like oz the mma coach was there um luke Birchell, phil wells um like loads of them like nick foster all of them but mateus who still trains there now like dean hart yeah so where all i just started training with them got friendly with all of them just carried on going going and then i was like yeah i like this i like, See myself doing this now. Lost, lost a fair bit. I think I was 95 kilos. We've seen, we've drawn, we've posted the pictures on mm. our Facebook. I think on yeah. the T2 one. Like, yeah, ni- thinking, ni- 95 kilos on the first slide. and I literally had no shape to me at all. Yeah, and
1: that wasn't. That's not how he is between fights. Like, just no, 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 I've like. changed.
0: I've changed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe after the first few fights, yeah. I did. <laughs> but yeah. So after I just carried on going for a year, keeping my head down. And I was just saying, like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. I want to, start, like, I want to fight. So, so was, how long before that? From then, was it your first fight? Um, from first session to year and a half, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I started going about March. And then it's about y- July, the first weekend of July the year after. Okay. So like, just over a year, year yeah. and a bit. So. So good, a long enough time yeah I think you to have probably taken a couple of punches in training and realized what it is all about, yeah, but by this time like when it hit december time i was I was going all the time, yeah like so I didn't really have it in my head I was gonna fight, but I had the intention of I wanted to lose I was enjoying it, so yeah. I was enjoying it, I kept wanting to lose where I was going like the confidence was just gaining, and I yes. just noticed myself changing. And it's weird how that happens as well. People start to do yeah, that. Start yeah. to
1: wear clothes that they maybe wouldn't have worn before. Yeah, you try things that they might not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a nice
0: thing to see with people. Yeah, big time. Like even just having the confidence on a night out to go towards a girl. Yeah, like, just it was just so much, so many different little things, like it all, and just like people coming up to oh, and like you, you've changed loads. Yeah. But in that first. Why well, the first two years? My nickname was Black Eye Craig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> every every single week I'd have a black eye. Like yeah. Now I think my skins has just got used to it. Yeah, but yeah. Black so Eye Craig. The defense wasn't too good any, the other nah, days. Nah, <laughs> But like back then we used to go like hard on each other as well. Like training was a bit different. But yeah, then so after like the year and a half, July, I said to me, he said, "Oh, do, do, do you fancy fighting?" Then I said, "Yeah, yeah, cool." I said, "I don't mind. Like, I'll jump in Yeah. So uh when he turned on then he goes, Oh good, you got a boxing match in two weeks' time. It's like the boxing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, first right. ever one was um a Nielsen boxing show down in at Oasis. Two weeks time. Yeah. He Brilliant. said, hey. I said, i you on fighting? He said, Don't matter, you fighting. He said, Just be there. So um he said, What are you weighing? I said, probably about eighty, eight, ninety now. He's uh, I said, If not a bit lower He said, Yeah, yeah, cool. And um so he's just got Checked load tickets and he said there you go there you just go so just started selling them and um, it, was the night, it was the same night as Roughton Carnival and so I like, went from and everyone like growing up it was yeah. like Carnival was a big thing every year yeah. and so I managed to drag all my mates there and I think in about two weeks I sold about 55 tickets wow yeah so first fight yeah. two weeks notice that's I said I had so many different groups of mates there like um I think Luke was doing a K1 fight as well down in Wales the okay. same night so like people from the gym were like split as well So a bit conflicted as yeah. yeah so it was good um, yeah so I went there went into the weigh-in And um, it was a big scaffolder. (laughs) Oh, no. I was just uh, like, well, he went went up to us, and he said, oh, like, what are you doing here? Any chance uh, you could do my corner? Because them two knew each other from growing up. And uh, he said, no, you're fighting one of my lads, Craig. Yes. So like, ah, there's me looking. (laughs) So I walk out in a pair of um, black and white high booster shorts, a pair of wrestling boots, and just... The boxing gloves and like walk out as I'm walking out, like all my mates are absolutely going nuts. And as I'm walking out there, they're slapping me on the back, like yeah. come on, trying to suck me out. And I'm there, like, my back stinging where it's cold in the waist. Is, like they're slapping. I'm walking out, and they're like, oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah. And so I get into the cage, uh, I get into the ring. As soon as going to the ring, I was just so like, oh. Maybe we starts walking out and. He's coming out with a massive robe, half Jamaican, half um, Britain on it, right. customised glitter, like, name all over the oh, back, wow. shorts exactly the same. And I'm looking, I'm thinking, he's definitely boxed before. <laughs> <laughs> record on the program yeah. says, oh, no. <laughs> uh, c- yeah, c- considering I lost, like, a lot of weight and all things, I said that, I have, I think I've got a DVD somewhere, I'm going to to try and find it. But, um, yeah, like, considering I lost a lot of weight, like, I was still not... Like, you know, muscle takes years yeah, to build. Yeah, it takes build. a long time, yeah. yeah. So I'm just there like, ooh, like, okay. So matey boy walks into the robe, this big walkout. and then like, ooh, not, <laughs> not <laughs> like, feeling really. this suddenly. And then, I just said, the first round I come out. It was a bit, bit of even round back and forth. I got caught a few times, caught him a few times. So I thought, oh, I'm I'm good now. Like, yeah. I, I feel good. Second round I come out, and I'm just there like, ooh, ooh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is easy. I was like, it's just a glorified, like, spy, man. I had one come out and they said, look, don't leave it to the judge, just go out there, go out there. And I think I caught him with a few shots, put him against the ropes, and I caught him with a left hook to the body, I think it was. It dropped him. Yeah. And then uh, he just never got back up. I mean, he just never got back up. I think he was just, like, the body shot took to get out of him. He was just yeah. exhausted as well. When he never got back up. He jumps in the ambulance after Seriously? Yeah, when he jumps in the ambulance, but I think it was more like exhaustion yeah. or things like that as well. And then like all of my mates are going at while my mates family are going absolutely nuts. And then like all of his like mates and family like aren't too happy about it. Mm-hmm. So then like our groups of fans start fighting. It's oh, <laughs> <God. laughs> like, oh my God. But nah it all calm
1: down and like that's what gives the white collar scene a bit of a bad name it yeah. can't it? because people grow in confidence yeah. the longer the night goes on they've had a couple of drinks uh, right? and it suddenly becomes a little bit and more and like they
0: said I think it was like we're the first because back then there was hardly any white collar shows no. I think Nielsen's was the only one around it's busy now yeah I think yeah Nielsen's was the first white collar like around yeah. and like that that was a show everyone wanted to be on in Swindon yeah so when everyone wanted to be on that show in Swindon, then the fight club come along. Yeah. And I can remember going to a, the first fight club or the second fight club. You had Lenny on it. Yeah. Like, he comes down to fitness with yes. me. Brennan. Yeah. Um, so Brennan was boxing as well? Yeah, Brennan boxed. Right. Uh, that was a few months later, though. Brennan boxed on it. He fought uh, footballer Matty Bennett. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah. He fought to beat uh, Matty Bennett. But like he said, like, it was always... You, it was hard to get on them course shows because yeah. everyone wanted to get on it and you had to train for it. Like, they were, you wouldn't just get on it. But now, we're kind of, a lot of White Hollow shows now, it's a bit. You can hop in if you want to hop in. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because if obviously the people that do
1: well are the ones that obviously take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, our boy Danny, he's on yeah, the, yeah, on the yeah. shows, he's fighting soon. And um, it's. They can be really, really good shows, yeah. really well organized. But also, you can tell a mile away when someone's just hopped in there. Yeah, you, you can tell
0: when people trained. because uh, that one we went to the last Fight Club, um, Chopper versus yes. uh, uh, Ben um, Albert awesome. some, Junior was it? Yes, someone yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Actually, great fight. Yeah, when that was a great a really fight. They fight. left ever, but you could tell both from the train for it. Yes, it makes a big, a huge difference. Yeah, huge difference. But now they're trying. Now they're trying to get like. Um, they all phone... Well, they emailed our gym about doing a white-collar MMA. Yeah. Yeah, you... That, and when it was white-collar, it was like... So much it, 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 it took took It took me a year before I started training. Yeah. Like, it was... <laughs> it's a it's a lot to add. It's so in, technical. In eight weeks, you can't learn jiu-jitsu, boxing, kickboxing, wrestling. No. Get your fitness up, lose weight. It's uh, like... No. Don't get me wrong, these, like, zero-to-hero white-collar boxers and like things like that I can kind of understand people want to lose weight it's controlled head guards, things like that but it's, it's a good discipline yeah. I think that sort of stuff can be very very good so when's um,
1: so Phil's next fight is when? Um, this weekend, Saturday. Okay, uh, right. Yeah, 17th. So that'll, be, that'll be long gone by the time we, we launch this episode, but that's, so that's Cade Warriors Colchester. So he's, I believe, he's on, on a pro contract now with Cage Warriors. Yeah, he's signed by Cage Warriors, And he's got a four fight deal? Uh, four, five I'm And the understand.
0: last one, if he wins the first four is a guaranteed title no, shot. No, five. Five. But I'm not 100% sure with where that goes. All of that, yeah. Shit. Like, it all depends down to the discretion of I Cage see. Warriors so, so how because
1: that seems to be and is, I don't You correct me if I'm wrong when it comes to like the UFC there seems to be this person is a number one contender but then this person is more marketable so they hop the queue and they have a title a shot and so on yeah is that similar on places
0: like Cage Warriors or Bellator Bama yeah yeah um, it's an entertainment yeah, yeah you, one, you kind of are um, it's, it's a hard one with things like that because Rush Houston's the weight champion now and he was like on a, he a nine and zero now, but he was like he's fought on a few shows with Phil. Right. Like he's the Cage Warriors weight champion, but he kind of I think he won five in a row. Okay. Or six in a row on Cage Warriors. So like It's undeniable you're getting a title top, shot, yeah. Right. like yeah, you you keep plodding the way, you keep winning, you yeah. you are gonna get a title shot. I and mean, when you're gonna get a title shot. Yeah. It's working that way. But, yeah, you've got some people which are, like, absolutely tear up the scene non-stop. Yeah. And then you don't. Then other people will turn up and have one or two fights and get. Yeah. But saying that, there's a few people, like, in Cagewise lately, there are loads of Italians coming over. So, like, on their shows, like, Ventadors and maybe, like, Bellator and things like that. And yeah. You're going over there, and where you're fighting over there, uh, it's... It's great. Like, yeah. they're, like, four-fight win streaks, five-fight win streaks, six-fight win streaks. And, like, even in places like France, Germany, they're on these massive tear-ups. Mm. So, you don't really have to be necessarily signed by Kane Dwyer or Bama or, like, any of, the, of these organisations. Mm. Like, look at Ben Askren going to UFC now. Yeah, yeah. And he... It won't be long if he... There's yeah. one or two I mean, decent yeah. fights he'll get a title shot. Yeah. Like um, Eddie Alvarez when he come over. Yeah. Like So that like sort this. of thing counts for a lot with your previous organization yeah, assuming yeah, it's yeah, a decent yeah. level. But like is completely different from boxing. Yeah. So like when it comes to records, like records are for DJs. Right. That's what in MMA terms, that's what that's right. what it says. Like you've got some of these fighters which their records are like twelve like um twelve and twelve or like um 20 wins and uh 11 losses and yeah. all 30 wins with well, you're a boxer and, uh, and you're 20 and 15 well, you're, you're you, not well, even in boxing if you're 20 and 5 <laughs> you're gonna have a job to get to the world title level and yeah. you're like maybe one or two scratches like if you're fighting someone like canelo mayweather mm-hmm. uh pacquiao like if you've got one or two of them losses then they kind of brush it aside don't yeah. they like when you get to the top level, but if you're a prospect up and coming or like you're marking and your name and you're on that borderline of becoming to the world level and you've got three or four losses on you. Nah. but with MMA, it's different. Yeah, I can remember Chael Sonnen, when he fought Anderson Silva, his record was like 20 and 11 or something like that. Really? And like, he used to fight anyone, anytime, like, doesn't matter the weight class. And So why do you think that is, that the record means less? Is it just because it's so easy to get clipped or like, lose? lose? And... Yeah, look at Robbie Lawler. When you look at Robbie Lawler, he was, like, been in the UFC for years, like... One of his scraps, like fifth, uh, twelve years ago, ten years ago, his fight against Nick Diaz. Yeah, yeah. When Nick Diaz first come along, and then his record, like he's got like ten plus losses on there, and then he went away, come back to UFC, went on a tear, then went and won the world title. Yeah, and held it for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's, in, it's an interesting sport in that way. Yeah, with MMA, like with your record, you could go on a four-five, four-five six fight win streak yeah. after like a few losses and you can get cracks yeah you can get signed by UFC you can so like
1: think about someone like Conor then yeah and he's often he's doing he was I think he was like what 19 and one or two or something like yeah that, or 19, 19 and two and then he's now I mean, the Mayweather thing, I'm going to put aside. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't, you know, that's to me, that's not a loss because it's a completely different sport, yeah, so it doesn't count. He's at 20, 21 or uh, yeah. four now, right? So Twenty-one and four. He's lost effectively now. He's lost one fight to Khabib, and yeah. he, he lost to Diaz, but then yeah. he he rectified that by beating Diaz. So, the argument is against like getting a Khabib rematch. That well, if he loses twice, no one cares anymore. Do you think that's that's correct? Or, yeah. Yeah. Is that just because of marketability? Yeah. So he won't be getting, he won't be calling uh, all the shots he, at the UFC, but he still would be. Uh, just
0: because of his name, brand, or things like yeah. that, he will. He can't like, afford, to, he'll still you, do really yeah, well, but. Yeah, UFC, now nah, UFC, like, you got certain fighters which will always be around yeah like no matter what yeah, he can go on a few like losses but they're entertaining yeah right? and that's You're why about, like Cerrone and people like that ah Cerrone Diaz Sanchez Gilbert Melendez Diaz brothers yeah like people want to watch them yeah so that's that's why they're there
1: but does the, the luster kind of fall away if Connor loses two or three in a row nah he's too much of a big person really still yeah wow because that's what people ask me and I know way less than you yeah. on the MMA scene but like that's interesting to me because it's almost like in, in, in other sports if you lose then it's almost well that shine's gone and I think that's it's hard because you go well you know someone like Triple G yeah. I've heard this from people saying well he was undefeated champion and then he's lost to Canelo now so no one really is that that is always gone mm. I don't think that's the case because if he's entertaining and he's a good fighter and people want to see him yep. that might have just been a bad day at the office like yep so yeah
0: i I think when you get when you get to the world level it's completely different yeah you're like when you're a household name if if you lose one or two uh, yeah yeah cool but then people are excited to watch them come back that's when the marketing turn oh, the comeback
1: comeback. so you think connor's next thing has got to be against khabib again the same as it was against diaz coming i've seen i've
0: seen on the news um i've been seeing a lot on social media lately uh Connor versus Donald Sereni. I've seen this a lot. You think wow. that's next? That would be amazing. I'd love that fight. I prefer that more than the Khabib fight. Yeah. it will be a, probably a stand up fight as well. Oh, 100%. But Soroni's a big dude. Yeah, but he's fought at 155 for a long
1: time. So it would be a bit like him fighting Diaz again as far as size? Uh,
0: no, because Diaz, Diaz fought Sereni before, and uh, Diaz is taller than Sereni. Oh, okay. Yeah. Be an entertaining fight for sure. Yeah, but it's all sorts of suit as
1: always for Conor, which is interesting.
0: But like, yeah, definitely.
1: So, who would be like your ideal, like your favourite fighter to watch, not missing a fight? Can't say Conor.
0: Um, that's a tough one.
1: Cain Velasquez. Really? Yeah. So yeah. Normally, I would expect you to say someone of your
0: your weight nah. class. Yeah, G- GSP. You got people like GSP, yeah. Michael Bispin, like K- Khabib. People like that, you have to watch. And the Diaz, the Diaz brothers, yeah, like mass, always, always a massive Diaz brother fan. Like, loved the Diaz brothers, but now nah, when I was growing up, Cain Velasquez, really? he, he was what I wanted to build myself kind of around. So, high, for people that don't know, high energy, yeah. big output, constantly yeah. break, moving forward, breaking you. Yeah. Breaking you. Like no matter what, he will break you. Yeah, like there's no, yeah, Cain no Velas- Velasquez, Cain Velasquez in his prime, like. If it's for a neutral, you're kind of looking and you're watching him and you think, oh, he's just boring, he's just putting him against cage and cuddling. Yeah. And, like, that's the way people, people say I fight. Yeah, sport, but, yeah. yeah, but when people say, oh, that's how I fight, and you just say, like, yeah, but I like, say, come train and try it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's uh, not cuddling. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've had a few people come and uh, they say, like, oh, yeah, I've seen you in gym before. Like, oh, yeah. Is that when you come down uh, grappling yeah they turn around and say, yeah I'm quite fit like, I play football quite a bit like, I go different. running like, yeah I can lift weights and do this like, look I'm in quite good shape mate it's totally different it's completely different They're just like, no no it's not and it's even more different and more tiring
1: when you are novice because you just force your way into positions you people don't use technique
0: people say uh, about um, what's the hardest sport in the world and uh, like you've got so many different arguments 100% wrestling wrestling and, yeah in my eyes wrestling because you're not carrying someone else's not just your weight yeah you're carrying someone else's body weight as well yeah. constantly dragging dragging and like you listen to like podcasts or like Chael songs and things like that and they, they say wrestlers yeah and like the grueling intensity they have is just ridiculous like it's you look at someone like Jordan Burroughs yeah 78 kilos and how low and explosive he gets is ridiculous yeah like there's, he's just he, he's freak like yeah.
1: but it's it, it's interesting the um like I did a little bit of jiu-jitsu with Phil yeah, wanted yeah. to learn I, yeah, I wanted yeah. to learn more and understand I was getting way more into the UFC side of things and I wanted to learn more about what the sport was about and I didn't understand like most people probably don't when they first watch it What what's happening on the floor yeah. it's clear to see when you get kicked in the head or yeah. whatever but it's not clear to see what the nuances of it are on the floor yeah. and I was I'm It it, it seems so um, so addictive because it's there's so many like there's so many different things you can do and there's so much to learn there's so many levels and I would think I'd go to a session I'd be you know and I'm not by any stretch talking on your level but I'd think okay I'm getting this part now I get that and then suddenly Phil would do something else and I'd end up on my back yeah just to show me okay you're still not quite there yeah and I it was just. I couldn't wait to go back again and again and again. It was so much fun. It's like, been around a long time, but it seems to have gained a lot of popularity recently.
0: Do you yeah. think that's UFC? Do you think, what do you think that is? Yeah, I think it's because of like all of MMA coming up, but you've also got like all these grappling comps now. Right. So like Polaris and all things like that. I know but a lot of people now are getting into this as a, as a fitness route rather yeah. than... But um, you learn self-defense, you learn a bit of confidence, you learn some cool little tricks. Yeah. And what are you doing at
1: all? I think the fun thing as well is it's it's not as quantifiable. So if you're not someone who wants to go, right, I'm going to go onto the elliptical machine for 40 minutes and then my progression is to go another level up next week or to go 45 minutes. If it's it's less quantifiable to go to a class where you're exerting effort, Mm. but how do I know how much I've burned or whatever? So for people that just want to go and enjoy fitness for what it is, instead yeah. of looking
0: at numbers, it seems to be quite nice for that sort of thing too. That's one thing I love about like any martial art is you're always learning. Yeah. You'll never, like even the top level, like you're looking at all these fighters, always learning. Yeah. Like no one, anyone is beatable. Like yeah. no matter what aspect of the sport you are, except for Kyle um, Drake, the wrestler, American wrestler. Right, I don't know who that is. is well, it? um it was a World Championships in Budapest the other day. He went the whole tournament without a, um, a point being scored on him. Not a point? No. <laughs>
1: wow. i <laughs> sign that man up. He <laughs> <You laughs> can fight Ben Asker. Yeah. But is, so what do you think makes a sport so exciting for a neutral? Is it the fact that people can get knocked out so quickly because it's small gloves? so many different ways
0: to win. Yeah. Yeah. We. I was talking to someone about this the other day, and um, where we're, we're humans. Where we're humans. You look back hundreds of years ago, gladiators. Yeah. How much was the Colosseums? Yeah, it was probably packed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was full, and when it was full, look, like, what did they go to see? See blood, people die. Yeah. And no matter throughout the ages, throughout people, people want like if you see a fight, people stop and stare. Yeah
1: it's always something isn't it it's always it's always been a thing and people always celebrate the always celebrate the victorious people so we always gravitate towards which is why I asked a question earlier about if you have a blemish on your record in MMA does that take the shine off if you're up and coming and suddenly you know you can Mm. be beaten Mm because people like a people like the O don't they but I'm the same with you. I don't think it's big a deal in MMA, based on the fact that again, anybody yeah. can just get clipped. You've seen people. You've seen
0: Jose Aldo get beat in 13 seconds yeah, by really. one punch. Undefeated for seven years, the only UFC bantamweight title holder. Yeah, this and, and that. suddenly, and then he gets knocked down one punch. So yeah, 100. It's, yeah, it's, it's easy to switch someone's lights off with small gloves yeah, yeah. on in that. But it's just,
1: it's, you're absolutely right. It's fascinating. And the fight, the recent fight, and again when this comes out, but the recent fight with. Um, cowboy again, so uh, Donald Cerrone, uh, this weekend just gone. Who was he? Kevin, he was um, Perry. No, uh, yeah, Perry. Um, Mike Perry, yeah, Mike Perry. And everyone's gonna oh, stand up and stand in the middle and trade shots with him, but he took him down and submitted him. And yeah. it's game planning and it's
0: excitement. And I was, I was listening to a Cowboys interview after, and he was like, Yeah, we were there, and he said, Then. Um, Mike took me down. He said, When he took me down, he's like, Yeah, cool, take me (laughs) down. But that's what I mean. There's so many ways ways to win the fight. Yeah.
1: So um, fitness-wise, because this is I wanted to ask you some questions about that. How do you like we have to game plan quite a lot? We don't necessarily focus on who the opponent is as far Mm. as skill work for you in the gym. So when we're looking at creating the, the training sessions, we have to think specifically around energy systems used and so on um what are the challenges you face because i would say straight away the first thing we're talking off air before you before we started this that you're coming off of a a day where you might have done three and a half hours training yeah You, you still have a day job yeah like do you ever get concerned with things like overtraining? does that ever become into the equation for you
0: over the years i've i have Changed it, yes. Like you I've, can't I've go straight, yeah. Hard every time. I've I've learned so much over the years, and um, so like some days I'm I'm up at five o'clock in the morning, going to the gym, work all day, do my normal day job, then I'll go train two hours again at night. Yeah, and um, just things like that. But before I would train for like two, three sessions in a day but then I'd still eat like I would on another normal day. So, Where you're not training as much. Yeah. So it's less than, it's more than the nutrition side, making yeah. sure you're calorically like, taken yeah. care of. Making sure I'm eat. So Tuesday, when, when I did train for three and a half hours, three sessions, back to back, mm. I just, I ate more. And then like, I added more, um, like hydration, ta- Like I took some hydration tablets, like took my supplements, <laughs> But yeah, like if 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 I'm in pain doing something I'll I'll change it up. I'll yeah. go swap another session. I'll mix this up. Or if I know I've got hard spying session on Saturday, I I'm just gonna drill Friday night. Yeah. I'm not gonna do any sort of strenuous work or strength conditioning or anything like that. So there have been a couple
1: of times and it's not often, but we've trained together what, eighteen months? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. And there have been a couple of times where I've had to get to sort of say, right, we're going to take it a bit steadier today mm-hmm. because of tiredness and fatigue yeah. and you've done this last night and whatever. Yeah. You only really bring it down when it's two weeks before the fight and you start to taper down a little bit. The week yeah, before the fight, we don't really do a lot. But like, I've had to make that decision for you at times because yeah. you want to go, go, go yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So I think my opinion often is that athletes are their own worst enemies at yeah. times with this stuff because they want to keep pushing hard.
0: Yeah, because I... <sighs> 'Cause this this year I've only I've only had two fights this year, but I've been nonstop this year. Like normally I would have time off, I'd do this. But feel for the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. so I was his I was always there for his sessions. And then we had like a few days off and then I fought 10 weeks later. Yeah. I fought 10 weeks later. So we were there training with each other back to back. So you almost go through the whole camp again and again and again, even if you're not fighting. I had a few days off, and then Phil fought again. Then I fought again, and so constantly it was just there, kind of back to back, back to back. And we were always just, like, throughout the year, we just helped each other. Even though we haven't, like, been fighting Necessarily is active fighting all the time, but we've been training, mm. and that's one thing I've learned, especially this year. Is when I'm learning now, prefer, when I'm not in fight camp, mm. I'm learning a lot more. Mm. Before, I'd always, oh, now no, I'm a bit tired now, and I wouldn't train as much. Um, but I'd pick my sessions in there, but uh, this year. I've just carried on learning all year yeah and then I've changed like how it should be a fight camp is fight specific to work hard to do it to yeah. constantly like get your fitness up yeah uh, that's that's what a fight camp in my eyes should be and, and, and yeah to, to be spe- specific right. for your opponent as well so yeah. like okay he's this so we, we need to tweak and, and like just learning little things to help against your opponent you did a
1: lot of um
0: for the last camp you did a, you did a lot more striking yeah because i saying that my last two camps I've uh, for some reason every time like I've always always fought grapplers yeah I and mean, when I've always fought grapplers so I've always got myself into grappling battle but last year last October I fought Oban and mm-hmm. like he's talented like really talented I cut too much weight and I just got caught early yeah. on well caught early on lost that fight and so i was like okay i'm too heavy-handed relying too much on my grappling now but my first ever fight i fought a grappler kind of got stitched up with it and lost and when i lost i just got out grappled all round. right it went away with went my grappling come back, won my next five i think and then i fought tucker and he just out wrestled me around that right. fight. And when he out wrestled me, went away, worked on my wrestling. And then I was beating people by wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And then I went away, got beat by Open, um, got, got dropped early. And so I, now we're going to work on go back working on my stand up again. Yeah. So like during outside of a fight camp now, I, like we the last two fighting. fights were both wins by submission. Uh, no, yeah, ground TKO, first, yeah, ground TKO, and pound, TKO, yeah, and then
1: submission. Yeah. So it was a, a ground and pound on raged, yeah, and that was a good decision by the ref because you were full mount on top of him, yeah. Then yeah. he switched, so you went for a choke. Back mount, yeah. Then he switched again, so yeah. again you're landing shots on the floor, so he wasn't getting out of it, yeah. so so ref stopped it. The next one was was stunning, like yeah. the one on the Cage Warriors where you you know, you ended up getting flipped onto your back and immediately put him into a triangle choke yeah. and that was game over. And that yeah. was unbelievable. So it's like cognitive to be able to go, boom, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And that's what, that, I, is that the difference between sort of, you know, a decent fighter and a really good fighter is that you can, you don't think, did you think about that? Or is it just, oh, suddenly you see that and you just do
0: it? <laughs> so Phil, because when Phil fought a grappler um, from... He fought a Polish, Polish bloke who trained over in Ireland on cage KD94, I think, at the O2. Yeah. And um, we watched him. He's been around for years, and uh, he's great grappler. And uh, so we were constantly drilling gaps. Yeah. And we were constantly drilling gaps time and time again. So, so, uh, it feels ground game slick, but... We, <laughs> His stand-up's great so yeah just, like, we're gonna mix it like we're, we're gonna even it out so we're there working on that time and time and time. And then like first we knew maybe i was a striker and mm-hmm. my last fight so even in the change room we were working for weeks and weeks countering off the kicks keeping at range keeping at distance then when the opportunity was there pressure 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 and we either keep the pressure striking we're either in or out or we're completely in grappling yeah so uh, as soon as we went in there, I just seen this rope the he was just gonna throw the head kick and we yeah. was gonna throw the head kick. So as soon as he seen that, straight right down we drilled. we drilled. That about, was down the pipe. Yeah. Straight away. We drilled head up, back. We drilled out. about twelve times. Really we drilled it about twelve times in the change room yeah. Done that. As soon as we get that <laughs> I thought really? All right, like, I've got this now. Oh well you so I was uh, like, "Well, I've got this," and then I knew it hurt. Him. Mm-hmm. And when I knew it hurt, and since that's the first punch of the fight as well, that's when you're a bit like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like, yeah. You, your head's a bit everywhere. Yeah. So I've caught him with that, and uh, I'm just uh, like, and I just hear his corner screaming, "Don't grapple with him! Yeah. Don't grapple with him! Don't grapple with him!" <laughs> and uh, he clinches and puts me against the Cage. And I was just like absolutely fine. I yeah. like, if I I am willing to stand and enjoy it, like, yeah. but as I like, if you wanna clinch now, cool. Do I span him and then I hit him with a takedown when I hit him with a takedown? And went halfway across the, a double leg. And when I we went halfway across the cage, I was like, ah, oh, like here perfectly. And when I hit it, I drove too much. And when I drove too much, you kind of the momentum took me. So right. I've gone over. So then he's gone on top. So I'm like, all right, cool. Grabbed this single, got straight back up. As soon as I got straight back up, carried on working on it again. And then we went to the cage, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to take my time. I'm just going to carry on taking my time. And then. I hit him with a takedown, single leg, single leg against cage. so I drilled for about a year now. And so, hit that, on top. cool, and managed to work my way to mount. I yeah. did work my to mount. And uh, one of my lads from another gym turned around and said to me, he said, because uh, he had fought him, he had lost on a split decision, he turned around and said, like, when he's against cage, watch it, because he will use the case to flip you. And um, as soon as I was coming out to punch, Put his feet on the cage rolled me so i landed on my back i was like oh i was there uh, like, mm. and i thought oh i can't be much like there in the corner go get up get up and i was like i oh, know i can get up because i've already got once already in this round was, yeah. like, and we drilled it for weeks and weeks so like, i was confident he's going get up get up and as soon as i put my foot on the hip i than the hand i was just about to get up i was like mm. i was like nah there's only 20 seconds left around i was like i'm just going to chuck it up I was yeah like, what's the worst gonna happen yeah I said like, when I'm gonna what's, what's the worst so I chucked it up and as soon as I got it I knew I knew it was close but it wasn't perfect so I thought alright so Kept hitting those short little shots, trying to adjust myself, and then next minute I was like, surely uh, there aren't much longer. There wasn't now. much longer at yeah. all. I was thinking, no, nah, there ain't much long left. I said, do I switch? Like armbar is my go-to, so I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna switch to the armbar. And then I was, he kept winging this his right hand over. When he kept winging, I was just like, nah. I was like, this is getting tight. I was he's like, he is panicking. Yeah. Like, no, like, way he's panicking. I was just like, nah, I've got this now. So I just adjusted tiny bit more lifted my foot up and then I just rolled him to the side. As soon as it rolled to the side, just felt the tap show away. Yeah. Uh, See,
1: that's amazing to have the awareness to be able to go, okay, the, the fact like he's winging punches, to me, that would mean, okay, like, you know, he's, get, he's becoming aggressive. Yeah. But I wouldn't put two and two together and say it's because he's starting to panic and that's you calm. Like being yeah. able to go, okay, that's, that's what's happening here. So I'll just take my time and readjust this and then I'm going to put a bit more pressure on. But there wasn't much time left in that. No, nah, um, I think it was uh, two minutes,
0: 54, six yeah, seconds left. six seconds left in the round, round one. But one right about that calmness. I, um, I think it was like my fourth fight, fourth or fifth fight, like uh, against James Prenderville, like Tom's fight, Tom, one of the lads we trained, with, he's fighting him this weekend on Rage. And um, so like, I trained, I felt good. I've, and I was just I, like, yeah, all right, like, sorted. And um, I was away the weekend before and I stag there. And oh I'll like, Yeah. And I said I couldn't like fight and they said, Look, Craig, like you're gonna have to fight, like you need to be busier. So they're like, alright, I'll keep my weight down before I go, so I'm fit, I'm in shape. So I got back from my you. worst wake up week of my life. <laughs> but like, um, I, I got down to weight and like all oh day I just I just don't know, never had no adrenaline. Yeah. Just never had anything. So I thought, alright, when I start warming up, I'm gonna start getting something. Still nothing. So Oh, the lads were, come on, wake up. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I will. You know, like almost every single fight I get told I've got to start quicker. Yeah. So, yeah. When I get told, I've got to start quicker. So it's still like I like, had no adrenaline. And when I had no adrenaline, I was like, like ooh, like. it's not a good sign. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I need to start getting like my head in the game. I thought, alright, cool. As soon as I walk out, I'm gonna be fine. i mm-hmm. when oh, I'm gonna be fine. I listened to everyone because the wear it was in Swindon as well Like I had quite a lot of sport there again so I'm thinking like right, cool then next minute walk out still nothing I get into the cage and I'm there like this time I'm panicking now yeah. I'm not adrenaline and panicking I was just like, what the hell's going on? I was just like, I've never been like this. Normally, I've had a bit of nerves, a bit of adrenaline. Yeah. And this time, I have got nothing. I was like, what the hell's? And like, I was there like, w- w- what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, and I was questioning, and then, and then like next minute, I'm there like. Damn, the buzz like the bell goes, we touch gloves and I'm there like You're still not Yeah, this. still nothing. Like it was like no adrenaline, no like no nothing, no no but it was no nerves, no anything. I was just calm. Like yeah. just like walking along and I'm thinking, oh, by this time, I was like, I'm like now I'm there like, oh my god, yeah. like, what is wrong? <laughs> and like matey boys threw a jab. And when matey boys threw a jab, I'm there like and he, he's like he's just clipped me like not not hurt me or anything but where he's caught me I'm there like right like, this is wake me up did, did now, it right? yeah now this has woke me up I'm just, and then like I've just looked down and said like yeah this is just like like I've had hard sparring sessions as so like this is just like a glorified match like it's just a hard sparring session under yeah. lights against someone I don't know yeah like, that's it, and I'm like by this, and that was my first ever finish as well. Really? Yeah, like maybe we, um, maybe before I was a striker, and like he kept trying to take me down, and in the end I took him down, and then he swept me, and I was on my back, and um, I just threw up a triangle, yeah, and then switched the armbar, got him with the armbar. That is what is awesome. I love but, it. But Like I said, that's where it just comes to being calm again. Yeah. Like, and then the urban fight started slow yeah when the urban fight started slow I just couldn't get going and then Elliot fight the one is my second to last one I started quicker on that but this one just were straight, yeah, straight out of the blocks yeah.
1: that's good it's a good sign it's a good yeah. that's a good if you're trending in the right way yeah so it's um, I think it's it's always a worry watching that from the sidelines thinking okay are we, are we gonna are we gonna you know get, get moving a little bit or what you know and then you also go you know I've spoken to Luke about the same thing mm. uh, boxing yeah. and, and a lot of the time it's no no I'm, I'm surveying what I'm looking at in front of me uh, I've got to see what they want to do as well yeah. rather than just fly out of the gates and, yeah to, keep him
0: calm like yeah. I mean, like we, we go all over the place like sparring and yeah. wrestling and everywhere so like me and Phil, are like in the car journeys, talk about it a lot. Like, I about mindset. Like yes. headspace. And, like, oh, that's one thing in the last year and a half which has changed for me. It's so mind. So is, is, is that a conscious decision? Do you, like, meditate on it? Is it a conscious decision to... Mate, a lot of it. Like, when I get home, I s- I'll sit there, and it's when people turn on, like, EastEnders or movies yeah. or things like that, I'll go on YouTube. Right. When I go on YouTube, uh, CT Fletcher, okay, Kai Green, right. Like not so not necessarily NNA terms. But I like sometimes do like um, like McGregor and people like that. But like Arnie stories, like yeah, Kai's, um, Kai Green's, CT Fletcher, Eric Thomas, Ray Lewis. Like these these are like the pinnacle of their own sports. Yes. And I'm listening to them, and when I'm listening to them, I listen to headspace like are knowledge and death and I'm just so like damn it's Like, changed your like, kind of outlook Podcasts as well and like so I'm like always learning I'm like always listening to people like I'm always taking everything in and yeah with the mindset like then when we go down to Windsor like Dean singer, like Phil fights out of there now but like I go down most Thursdays with him wrestling and some Saturday sparring and like at the end of the hard sparring session like he sits us down lays down makes us go, go over right. I visualise the fight all about visualisation wow. like you walk out lay down on the mat get your breathing down Like right, what went well in training what went bad what what. And like before the training what do you need to work on what do you do and like yeah. when I come back to swimming I use things like that or like when I'm going like on like the years ago I used to go down Trojan Sparring on Sundays and like when you go to someone else's gym sparring it's 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 like mm-hmm. El- El- yeah, everyone's like all so welcome and things like that, but you're yeah. there to fight. Then, yes. like someone's gone into like, your gym, so like you've got to put a show on, like because they're not taking it easy on you, like yeah. you're a stranger. So, um, yeah, visualization that's why, like, I think a lot of like going away spying, spying different people in new times, like it is fight simulation, there's no two ways about it, like, yeah. you've got to be on your A game, like, you've got prepare you've got if you're just on the way down to sleep you tired and you're you getting your ass kicked yeah <laughs> there's yeah, no yeah. two ways about it like yeah i didn't um, think of it that way as well because again they're not necessarily
1: there for you to get better at they're not uh, crash test dummies or whatever they're there to put a show on like yeah. you said um and how do you feel like strength and condition inside as enhanced performance for you
0: big time like look we we're on about my body type earlier like mm-hmm. i was saying like now i feel fit and in shape like you don't really let yourself go between camps either i used to yeah and when i used to but like this year is the first time i I haven't right i've always kept my weight like i'll hit i'll have a certain target weight and that's when i'll be like i'm not getting above that yeah if i start floating around there then i'll reel it back in so you think that gives you momentum going to the next fight you're already ahead of the game 100 percent cool like that's that's one thing try to like work on but I've completely changed my training like since yeah. I've been working with you and um, just like working around like I don't do specific muscle groups yes you're not a bodybuilder no so, yeah. and that's what people don't understand like they said, oh like how do, you, how do you get in shape they say like, oh well what about your app I'm just like I don't do apps no <laughs> Like, when I, I don't what I do yeah. like, I was like, I do a circuit class once a week. Mm. Like, I take that and I was like, then i love have like two or three PTs a week and mm. then maybe one extra gym set. And there's the rest of it I don't. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's a diet. Yeah. And
1: nutritionally, is, is, does it change for weight cut? Is it just calorie deficits that you focus yeah, on? Calories, or is it, yeah, it That's literally it? Yeah. Because I do get that a lot. We talk to students and they ask questions about yeah. that. And it's, it's a rapid weight cut. in in boxing and in MMA often it's like well we've done a little bit the last month but then really the last week is where weight comes yeah the
0: the last two weeks are a bit like that's that's when it gets scientific that's when it gets disgusting yeah that's when the hard work starts but leading up to fight I'm like these people missing weight and just they're like that like if you're a certain amount of way off like last week and like sometimes when you're water loading and water cutting your body doesn't react well to it so like completely understand that like but when they're like 10, 12 kilos off the week of the fight they're like damn how are you ever going to get down there? yeah like Cage Warriors this weekend it was Nathan Grace um, a lad from Ireland who I met like twice now like still talk to him quite a lot and um he was fighting um playing a top lad works as a, like works so hard and uh Nathan Grayson's only sorry sorry? and Nathan Grayson's only um pulled out pulled out today saying no oh, no he's not going to make weight like, Monday he's talking about like where UFC's on about kind of flyweight division yeah like he's jacked, like nah cool and um like, he's not really incentive. where he's not paying, like, the money he wants. He's, just, like, he's a prize fighter at the end of the day. Like, he he wants more money and all that. Like, saying, so, where UFC's not got the thing, like, flyweight's not really his. It's not really a thing for yeah, him. Yeah, like, flyweight's not really, so he can't see himself progressing. And, and then wow. today, on the, on the Wednesday, he pulls out of a, yeah. a world title fight, defending his world title, because he said he's not going to make weight. So... It's not a good look. No, nah, it's not it's, a good it's look. Just, uh, like, But things like that—that's when, like, when it comes down to mindset again, and like, and about weight—is there like surely someone in your team? Like our team, mm. if we're like miles off weight, we're like now nah, we weigh each other every week. Yeah, we we'll weigh each other every week, and we'll put it on the social media groups. We'll make everyone stand on the scales there and then. Yeah, I've been to other gyms and they've done it. And if you're overweight, you are getting it. Yeah, like the whole team's name and shaming you. But when you miss weight, things like that—it's just a but. It's a. It's not just you, is it? It's, it's your team. It's your opponent, and your team. Yeah. It's embarrassing.
1: It's professionalism. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into that. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. And that's something that I wanted to cover. So I'm glad, I'm glad we got a chance to discuss that. Um, because it is uh, nutritionally, it, it, a lot of the time, I think people look at, at it as well, it must be just a crash diet for a week and whatever but it's there's a lot of science that goes into yeah. that with you guys and no water loading and and that's i'm pleased that we had a chance to to talk about that because i don't want i'm not a fan of things that are short-term nah. quick fixes nah. that's you know, as a as a professional in this industry mm. is you know that's that's important um but i think it's misunderstood weight cut is misunderstood yeah and and that's not just fighting weight cuts but that's in general like mm. you know just people losing weight and it's um it's definitely misunderstood and you think was well, I'll just do this diet for a week and a half and then I'm good to go like I yeah. drop it's not that not yeah. the way um so listen Craig thank you so much for coming in. we're going to wrap this one up now um but it's it I well, we're always in your corner T two, you know that. Yeah. Um at yeah, every fight and uh, and obviously every camp. So um can't wait for the next one. February the twenty third. Twenty third. Perfect. It's already in my diary. So yeah, it's all good. Um but yeah, we will uh, we'll look forward to seeing the progression onto the next one.